Hi, folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, growing tires on trees, hot rod power tour, and what to look for when buying an electric vehicle. All that and a whole bunch more informed of automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim, right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident Carnot, and Tim DePasquale, a poster to the stars. How you doing, sunburned, Tim? I'm good, Bud. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing good. You've been on the tractor. Yes, I have. It's been a big time. Big time, huh? I love tractoring. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. You've been taking care of grandkids, too. Yes, it's been a fun time getting them grandkids out on the tractors and the side-by-side and the golf cart and every other kind of ridey instrument that we got. But now they'll want to come to the farm all the time. Yes, the they homestead. Do. They'll want to come. And who was the one that I had to admonish the most? It was their father, our son, who was driving like a crazy person. Like you're not setting a good example for them kids driving that thing like that. You're uh-huh. gonna flip it over. You know where he learned that stuff, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. I know exactly where he learned we've it. We've been we've been babysitting dogs. Oh, bud. Yeah. Really? Yeah. My my son and. Uh, oh, it's a long story. But, okay. All right. Six members of the family and their kids are in Italy. And left their pups all with you? With us. Yeah, yes. good. Good yeah. times. Good times. I, it's, it, instead of living in the, the, the lady that lives in the shoe, where I feel like the, mm. the lady and guy living in the doghouse. Okay. It's been interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's good fun. Yeah, it's good fun. I'd rather have them there than, I'd rather have them with us than in a, in a boarding place somewhere. Because mm-hmm. at least they're comfy. Right. It's all about the dogs. Sure it is. Going on right now, ragtops and running boards. There's car shows everywhere. Is it oh, ragtops yeah. and running boards or running boards and ragtops? I think it's ragtops and running boards. Okay, I think so too. But if you'll check them, you can find out where all the car shows are. Going on right now is the Northeast Georgia Swap Meet at the Habersham Fairgrounds in Clarksville. While you're in Clarksville, visit the new location of Complete Auto Parts. Oh, yeah. They're all refurbished. And earlier in the week, they, they had a, uh event on the Thursday, I think it was. And they had food and all that. and so, Okay. Good times. Good times. And uh, let's see. NASA is at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. Not you mean, uh, the space folks. Oh, no, not the North space folks. North American Fest. Sports Car Association. Okay. All right. But you can go out there this weekend and look mm-hmm. up with people and, you know, maybe help them with their car. That It's, it's kind of a, a a less technical version of SCCA. Okay. Great racing, great cars. Mm-hmm. Um but you might be able to go out there and hook up with someone and help them with their car or sure. take your car out there and drive it. So check it out. Okay. It's going on today and tomorrow. Hell. Tim, we're always talking about technology and cars. It's right. hard to talk about new cars and not talk about technology. Mm-hmm. GPS has been around for a while, and Bill brought my attention to this interesting GPS story. Take it away, Bill. Well, the video is on the Weather Channel, and it's somebody following their GPS a little bit too literally into the boat ramp, off the boat ramp of a uh, boat ramp in Hawaii. Oh, no. So you see footage of them pulling this poor woman out, and then the announcer says, believe it or not, 
This is the second time in a month that this has happened at the same boat ramp. And then they show footage of the two ladies getting pulled out of a car. Unbelievable. Earlier in the month. And that's all because the GPS is leading them down this boat ramp into the water. I mean, we've all been turned around by GPS, but when you see that you're driving towards water, would you not? Would that not trigger something? Is this a boat ramp or a pier? It's a boat ramp. Oh, and they just drove, they just down drove the boat right ramp. down the boat ramp. It's kind of like reminds me of what my mother used to say. If somebody told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? Yeah, Apparently, right. these women would. Well, the GPS says. Yeah. Well, the common denominator here, Bill. <laughs> I'm not going there. You're not going there. <laughs> See, where's that guy from the gas station that helped you out last <laughs> week with not to put uh, fuel into your electric car? No, no, no. You are driving down to a boat ramp. Oh, you're going to go there again? <laughs> This was in Hawaii. Can, can you do a Hawaiian accent? Uh, I'm going to have to work on that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's your homework for the week. I got an email last week. Somehow, you know, in the in the befuddlement of what we were talking about, we mentioned uh, plastic uh, jugs and plastic bottles being used as parts for tires for indie cars. Oh, right, right. Uh, it goes a little deeper than that, okay? Mm-hmm. Indie cars are racing on tires made of recycled milk jugs and plastic, but they're also being mixed. All that stuff is being mixed in with a new stuff that is called... I can't even pronounce it's this. It's called... The Gaiuwa tree. It's called Waiuli. Gaiuli. No, it's not... The G is not... Uh, the G is silent. Is it's, this like Carlos Ghosn? Yes, it's oh, exactly. Okay. It is. All right. It, so it's a tree. It, yes. That they are growing in the United States mm-hmm. now. It's a natural rubber plant. Yes. That doesn't require so much water to process. Hmm. Yes, it's very interesting. Well, Bridgestone has is, uh, is got a 281-acre Gaiuli farm Yuli. in Eloy, Arizona. <laughs> or is it Eloy? Are you going to correct me on every... No, every, I'm done. Mr. Phonetics? All right. Uh, but it's, it's a sustainable uh, stuff. I didn't realize it was always, always grown somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Now we can grow it here, and it uses quite a bit less water... Here than the old stuff you right and it's you know sustainable sure well let's use it by all means so if it's sustainable basically our tires are growing on trees mm-hmm. or our future tires are growing on trees anyway. right remember we talked about uh, roger penske having a great week last week you oh know, yeah won the indy 500 won the coke 600 he was also reunited with his lost 1958 trophy that he won in a race when he was driving uh, that is pretty cool. Guy was a, a guy that's a big car fan. Was mm-hmm. in a antique shop, curio shop, right? And saw this trophy and bought it. Then he did the research. Now this is a car guy. Yeah. So he did the research and found out that it was told uh, it belonged to Roger Penske. Well, you know what the story doesn't say is how did Roger Penske lose the trophy? Well, I mean, it was like. But, well, he said that he said he's moved a lot, and so he's you know lost things along the way. Anyway, he said it probably just got misplaced somewhere in the move. Mm-hmm. I don't think his mom cleaned out his closet. Yeah, that was after I Roger, are you <laughs> going to take these trophies or I'm giving them to the Goodwill? Well, he was pretty happy about getting the trophies from yeah, Marlboro sure. Raceway back in the day when he was, was when he was running. when he was a driver. Yeah, so, cool stuff. Yeah, very good. Uh, you know what's not cool? What's not cool? eminent domain and all the other things associated oh. with it. 
Let's run with your VinFast story. Well, you know, we did a story on this VinFast. We did. We did. Vietnamese company Mm -hmm. building electric cars. They've got one investor. He's one billionaire investor. Well, the state of North Carolina was, they wanted an auto manufacturer so bad that uh, they used the powers of eminent domain to um, take 27 homes five businesses and a local Baptist church that's been there since 1888, only to find out that the few cars that this VinFast has built have all been recalled because of the, uh, what was that infrastructure bill that they signed last year? So they can't get the uh, subsidies for the electric cars until they start building, building them, them here and they got to build them and, here yeah and they have to build them here so and the cars that they did build when they were uh tested were the worst cars that have ever been tested so here is another case of government run amok with these uh, eminent domain laws but it looks like it's all on hold for the time being yeah, but how much have they mowed down, do you know? Uh, no, well, they said that uh, Mary Oaks is still standing. Mary Oaks is one of the Part towns. Part of the town, one or, of the towns, yeah. yeah. So, so obviously they haven't done it yet, and one of the local legislators is trying to change the laws in North Carolina so that they can't use eminent domain to just mow over individuals homes well i listened to an interesting thing on television about eminent domain is not covered by your insurance on your house are you kidding me i guess they have coverage somehow Uh but it's not covered so wow you are just out in the cold i mean this is this is just crazy need parts for your electric vehicle well that you haven't got yet (laughs) don't go to this place yeah but if you've got a a muscle car classic muscle car you will want to go to year one in cornelia georgia who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information you can go to access wdun click the links and hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience or go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you like. Brought to you by the great folks at Year One, the muscle car experts. All right. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Our next guest is good friend Brian Moody. He's been on the podcast. He's been on the show many, many times. Oh, yeah. And he has got some great information for people that are interested in electric vehicles. Brian Moody, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Hey, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. (laughs) I don't know if these are the questions I should ask, but I'm going to ask them anyway. Uh, Why should we consider buying a totally electric car? What are some advantages and disadvantages of these cars? Um, Electric cars typically deliver a different driving experience than a gasoline-powered car. I can certainly understand if people are wanting the more visceral feel of, you know, uh, a V8-powered car. That's one thing, but electric cars deliver a completely different driving experience. They're quiet, they're quick, they're more efficient, and oftentimes you can refuel that car at home. Hmm, okay. 
Uh, can you refuel it at home and make it make sense if you don't buy an external charger? Um, or a fast charger, I guess we call it. What is it called? A stage two it charger? Be, it would be like a level two. Yeah, level two, you, that's you would it. get a level two at home. I think that if you were going to get an electric car and you wanted to spend the money on that, that, because remember, we're talking about you're probably going to get a new car to begin with. You know, there are some used electric cars, but you're probably going to get a new car. It's going to be worth your while to spend money to get a level two charger installed. Now, that being said, you don't have to do that. You can, if you have a car, let's say, that you only use occasionally or you don't use every single day, you can drive it a little bit and you can plug it into your regular 220 outlet and it's going to take many hours for it to charge up. But that is a choice if you want to do that. But for most people, it would be well worth the couple thousand dollars to spend to get a level two charger installed in your home. I mean, just the convenience of it alone. Well, you, you, said, you mentioned that you could plug it into a 220 charger or a 220 outlet. Uh, are there cars out there that are using a 220 that aren't using a level two? Because I thought you just got a 110 uh, charger with uh, most, most electric vehicles you buy. You can do both. You okay. can plug it into a 110, and it will still charge up. It will take a long time, but it's going to charge up. I've done it before. I had a car that I was using, and I didn't use it over the weekend because I had a car that did, you know, it held more people. I plugged into a 110. By the time Sunday came, it was 90% charged. So that's a choice that people can do if you want to. You don't have to do it that way, but I still think it's worth the extra money just to get the level two charger. Mm, okay. Brian, a lot of folks have infrastructure concerns. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, with anything that's new technology, there's always gonna be some growing pains. Right now, it depends largely on where you live. So for example, we're sitting here in the studio with a Polestar 2 next to us. Polestar is a, a relatively new electric vehicle brand. They're expanding, and they're expanding in the southeast. So they're gonna add seven new stores in seven cities over the next seven months. Well, the reason for that is, is because in those locations is where people are demonstrating the most desire to have an electric car. We know California is probably the highest uh, adoption rate for electric cars, but also Florida and Texas are pretty high too. So those types of concerns should be something that you think of before buying an electric car. If you live in the middle of nowhere and you don't have any idea where you're going to charge the car up, it might not be for you, but it's just like you would do with any other thirty, forty, fifty, $60,000 purchase. You got to do your research and figure out if it's going to work for you or not. Yeah, absolutely. What's available and dependable in the electric vehicle segment right now? There's many different choices, although this is the thing that we're sort of talking about is that, like, there are increasing choices, right? right. So at one point, electric cars were just a couple of maybe dorky hatchbacks and low mileage or low range cars. Today, there's increasing brands and increasing models. So if we stick to the Polestar example, for example, there's the Polestar 2, but they're soon going to have a Polestar 3, which is an SUV. And I think that's important. The more SUVs we have that are electric, the more people are going to sample that. Does it mean that they're going to live with that for the rest of their lives? I don't know. It's just going to offer more choice. But if you think about the electric car landscape today, it's not majority SUVs. 
but the majority of Americans are buying trucks and SUVs. Right. Our guest right now is Brian Moody of Auto Trader. Uh, teamed up with Polestar today to talk about EV trends, innovations, and designs. Tell us a little bit about Polestar. Is that a subsidiary of Volvo, or are they somehow hooked together? It, it is. Uh, Polestar began as a tuner for Volvo, so they would take okay. Volvo parts and make them more high performance. They still do that. Uh, you know, better brakes, better suspension, bigger wheels, tires, engine, you know, all that sort of stuff. Sort of like how you might see other European brands have like a tuner version, right? Like an M series something or other. Right. Yeah. So that's what Polestar has been. But now Polestar has been spun off into a separate company, and they are solely an independent EV automaker. They still do the tuning of the Volvos, but they also are now a separate entity. Just like you would see with, uh, say, General Motors has, has many various brands. They don't share, they don't coexist, they don't, you know, do the same thing. They just are different companies that happen to complement each other. Now, increasingly, uh, we, we get stuff about uh, hybrid cars, plug-in hybrids. What, yeah. what, are your, what are your thoughts on hybrids? And I'm not trying to compete against the EVs or anybody yeah. that doesn't make a plug-in hybrid or anything. What are your thoughts on, on the hybrid versus the EV debate? Again, I think it depends on what your needs are. I think there are, for some people, because of their budget and their use, a hybrid is going to work really well for them. I don't know if the average person knows that you can get a car today that gets 60 miles per gallon. But there's other people that want a fully electric car for their own reasons. Like, for example, they just want to use fewer resources. They want to use um, less of what the planet has to offer. Polestar, as an example, you can get a vegan interior. You see where that's going, right? Like, that's a person who wants to use less in all aspects of their life, not just one car. But when it comes to being on a budget, like, let's just say that you have, I only have $10,000 to spend. You're probably going to get a used hybrid if you want the best bang for the buck. Okay. Right. That yeah. makes sense. So what are your recommendations of the best all-electric vehicles? Well, there are several that you can pick from. Uh, Nissan is a good one. Toyota has one. Uh, Polestar is a good one. They have a combined design and range with a very compelling electric car. Um, if you go to autotrader.com, you can research electric cars, both new and used, and figure out what you want by sorting. You can use filters to sort. I want this color interior. I want this much range. I want this exterior color. And you can use a tool like that. And it's not just AutoTrader. There's other resources as well where you can find the best electric car for you. It's kind of like when someone says, hey, what's the best car ever? And you, you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good luck Cadillac. with that. Yeah. Right. Oh, but you know what? I have six kids. Okay, then it's not a 59 Cadillac. Then it's probably, you know, a three-row SUV. It just depends on what each individual person's needs are combined with their budget. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Where can folks go to find out more? For more information on some of the cars, I mentioned a couple of Polestar cars. You can go to polestar.com. But also, if you just want more information on, say, car reviews and general shopping, buying, selling tips and advice, go to autotrader.com. Brian Moody, uh, electric car expert, transportation expert, really. Brian Moody of Auto Trader. Uh, thanks for taking the time to be with us here, Bud Scratch. Yep. Thank you, guys. All thanks, right. Brian. We'll be right back here in North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More, and all three locations of Complete Auto Parts, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Shop garage or driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. Yes, they are. Did you know that this, uh, we're coming up on Hot Rod Magazine's 75th anniversary? Wow. How long have you been reading Hot Rod? Well, since I was, what, seven, eight years old? Wow, something that's, like that. that's a long that's time. a long, long oh, yeah, time. Yeah. Back when it didn't have so many pages. Oh, we're going to celebrate it with Motor Trend's Hot Rod Power Tour. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. All right, and that's what our next guest is going to tell us about right now. That would be Betsy Bennett. Betsy Bennett, welcome into Bud's Garage. Thank you, Bud. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's great. This is going to be the 29th time that Power Tour has been on the road. Tell us a little bit what about what Power Tour is about. So Power Tour, for those people who may not have heard about it, is the ultimate road trip experience. So we'll have thousands and thousands of cars on this road trip with us. In addition to that, every day of the tour, so Monday through Friday, we build out a giant automotive festival for them. So we're going to be at Atlanta Motor Speedway on Monday the 12th. So there'll be drag racing, there's autocross, there's a sponsoring vendor midway. So this event is the ultimate combination of road tripping experience and huge automotive festival for five days. It's really, it's pretty incredible to see. And and it's neat because you're going from Hampton to Columbia, South Carolina, to Rockingham, North Carolina, to Z-Max Dragway, to Bristol, Tennessee. And, of course, uh, car guys are going to want to get on the tracks, too, and they'll be able to do that at at the venues, correct? No, there is not. At Atlanta Motor Speedway, there are track laps that we put together. Okay, all right. And those are sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no track laps at Rockingham or at Bristol this year, just because of the size of the tour. There's just there's no way to facilitate that. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine trying to drive a streetcar around Bristol anyway. But you know, with the banking they've got. So, so what are some? Yeah. So what are some of the other things that go on at the venues when the people arrive? So when people arrive, there's a lot of obviously the show and shine is huge where all these cars and trucks are parked. There's the sponsor and vendor midway, so if people are into, you know, they want to check out the latest and greatest from our sponsors and our vendors, that will be set up for them. There's also a main stage, and every day on the main stage we have bands and entertainment. We also have the sponsors coming up on the stage and doing, like, interviews and tech talks and giveaways. So there's a lot of interactive elements at that main stage. In addition to that, there's also the Long Haul Punch, which is like the coveted Long Haul gang of, of this tour. Those guys who make all those stops, they come up to the main stage and use that punch to get their credential punch. Oh, that's so cool. So that in Bristol, get their spot, their plaque for the Long Haul. Yeah. Now, who are some of the guests that we can expect to see at the different venues? Uh, uh, some of the folks will recognize the names from uh, Motor Trend uh, TV station and from the, the magazine, High Rod Magazine itself. Yeah, so we're working on, like you referenced earlier, Monday is the 75th anniversary of Hot Rod Magazine Day. We're calling it Hot Rod 75 Day. Cool. So we'll have some activations on site. We've got some Motor Trend talent on site that will be there with us during the event. Got some special announcements around Hot Rod 75. So we will have, um, from what I know at this point in time, um, Alex Taylor and Lucky Costa from Hot Rod Garage, and it sounds like... Possibly David Freiberger and Steve Dulcich from Roadtrail Garage. So 
working on timing for that. There will be some hour-long blocks of time for a meet-and-greet. We're just kind of working out those details, but it's always great when we get to have those guys on the tour with us. They're very wildly popular, as you know, and um, they're all a lot of fun to have on this tour and engage with our fans. And, you know, they, we've, we've been reading their stuff. We've been watching their stuff on TV. We know they're hot rodders because, especially with... Uh, with David and some of the stuff that him and Steve do, dragging cars out of junkyards and, and getting them running right. and things, things we've all done you know, at some mm-hmm. point in life in our, in our hot rodding uh, adventures. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When, when you've got p- this many people on the road and they're, t- and they're all taking, they're kind of on their to- own time frame, you give them a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a route that they can take or they can, you know, take their own route going from place to place, maybe skip one, go to another one, whatever it might be. How do you, uh, how, do, how do they get help if they have an issue with a car along the way? You know, I think a lot of the people on this tour, they travel together, so that is always a good resource, like you're traveling with your buddies or your car club. And what we know about these guys and what you know, too, is oh, everybody sure. helps everybody out. So yeah. if you've got a flat pack, got another part you need, I think a lot of them really work together and, and travel. And, and obviously, if they end up in a town where they need something, they will source that locally and find a shop or find a builder or somebody to help them out. That's what I think makes this tour so great. Part of it is just the camaraderie and the community and like helping each other out so we can all enjoy the experience together. I think is a great part of this tour. And your production company has already been in, in touch with uh, some of the towns and stuff they're going through. So the towns know what to expect because it's a benefit to them to have the folks in town. And uh, I would right. think that they would uh, welcome them with open arms if there's an issue or something they need to help help a guy out with a car or a gal out with a car that, you know, they're they're ready right. to jump into it. Because everybody's got a car story. Everybody's a car nut in a different way. Sure. Yes, yes, we do. We have a, a team of people behind the scenes that work on this event on all aspects of it. And I know that that's part of the experience we want to build for them. It's just making it a fun and seamless tour for everyone. Well, it sounds like, I know it's great fun because, like I say, it's been part of it in the past. Uh, How can people get involved with it and learn more about uh, maybe registering and signing up and, you know, being a a part of it? You you don't necessarily have to have an over-the-top hot rod. You can just be part of the tour. That's right. So the great thing about this tour is it's open to cars and trucks of all years making models. So if you have a... 2020 Dodge Charger and you want to bring it, that's great. If you have a 32 Ford, that's great. We'll take it. They can go to the website for the event, which is hotrodpowertour.us. There is a link on that site to register for the tour. There are still multi-day and single-day packages on that website available for the event. And the multi-day will get you into all of the venues for the week for the car and two people. So it's a great package to join the tour with. I will tell you too that spectator admission on this event is also free. So it's free to the public to come out on Monday, June 12th, spend the day with us. You can go to that website that I just gave, which is hotrodpowertour.us. There's a registration link for a spectator admission. It's a free admission. So we just encourage everybody to come out, spend the day, with us at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're excited to have the Hot Rod 75 day, the celebration. It's going to be a fun, fun tour this year. Well, Betsy Bennett, we appreciate you taking the time to tell us all about it here at Bud's Garage, and uh, we'll see you at the racetrack. That's right. We'll see you there. All right. So, Tim, you have got time to get Ruby registered. 
Oh, yeah. Wouldn't right. that be cool? Have you ever been on a power tour? No, no, no. See, I, I was a little confused that you, you know, you got on this and, and it was like, you know, 6,000 vehicles all following each other. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly arranged that way. It's more like a rally. Yeah. Or uh, what, what do you call it when the, a poker run, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, you, you, you can leave at different times. They've got hotel stuff and that set up in the various towns. Right. But you can, you know, you can leave at different times. And if you're going from, you know, one one destination to another, you don't have to follow the group necessarily. You can take an alternate route, mm-hmm. you know, just get with, there maybe, you get with there. maybe your car club. Yeah, sure. And then they all meet up like at, at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. And so all the cars are there to see. And then people disperse and they go on to the next location. I think it'd be great fun. Oh, yeah. I think we should do it next year. Oh, sure. You take Ruby and I'll take the, the new car. Okay. Yeah. The new car. Ooh. The Mach 1. Let the coyote howl. I need to get a ride in that car, bud. Well, we can do that. Okay. As soon as it's not raining and I can drive the oh, car. Oh, yes. <laughs> take my shoes off. No, right. no, 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 no. Put on my robe. No, 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 no. Let's not. I, let me get that out of my mind completely. Let me get that completely out of my mind. But I think the power tour would be fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know the year one's always involved with it. Mm. And I've actually had guys that were in my, uh, my class uh, at Lanier Tech and at the high school level that helped build cars that went on the power tour. Okay. And it's usually a thrash. Yeah. You're familiar with thrashing. Oh, uh, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about some thrashing in the next segment. I was going to say episode. Next segment (laughs) of Bud's Garage here on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Nationally backed CarQuest branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway. Well, Tim, as you know, our buddy Randy Popes is a Volvo guy. Yes. Got a Volvo station wagon. He Mm -hmm. races a Volvo and some of the stuff he does. Did you know that the late Paul Newman was also a Volvo guy? You You know, I didn't until I saw this article. I did not know that. This is this is pretty interesting. Now I've worked for I've worked with Paul Newman on several occasions uh, with interns and stuff like that. Um, you know, when I was teaching, they mm-hmm. would come and take care of his Trans Am car at the SCCA races, and I got to talk to him a few times. He's pretty pretty uh, mellow guy, um, but he he used to take Volvos and have his race team uh, mod them up, and he'd give them away as gifts to people. So his latest. Uh, the last one that he got before he passed away was a Volvette. And what it is is it's a station wagon, a 1988 740. No, I'm sorry. The 88 740 was a turbocharged V6 from Buick, uh, Buick Grand National muscle car. And it auctioned in March for 80 grand. Wow. Which is 20 more than the starting price of a, of a new Volvo wagon today. But the 1998 V90 Volvette has a 6.0 V8 like the Corvettes. And uh, which is twice the stock of a V90's uh, straight six engine. Mm-hmm. Also has a four-speed automatic overdrive and a plaque affixed to the dashboard reads PLN. This should get you to the grid on time. Right. From the team. <laughs> so it was gifted to Newman in two seven, uh, 2007 before he died at uh, age 83. And it's going to go up to auction. What surprised me about the auction part of it 
was if you read a little deeper in the article, they, they figured the starting good bid's going to be around twenty five grand. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, no, yeah, this this thing is going to this thing's going to bring some money. Oh sure, but you know, just because of who it belonged to. I would I would hope so. Yeah, you because would. he was a great humanitarian, mm-hmm, and when I'd see him at the races, he was just a knucklehead like the rest he of us. He was just a regular guy. Um, he'd get out of the motor home and and you know in his later years, kind of be hobbling around, be getting that car, and mm-hmm. he was uh, he was a hot shoe, no right. doubt about it. But then he'd have lunch with you, and he was just uh, uh, you know. How you doing? What you doing? He didn't want to. He didn't want to talk about movies or any of that kind of stuff. No, he was a yeah. car guy. He was a car guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tim, you got a product or a car care <laughs> tip of the week for us from Complete Auto Parts? Yes, I do. From Complete Auto Parts, in their three locations in Gainesville, right, yeah. Clarksville, and Cornelia. Yeah, and they had some good food Thursday at the Cornelia oh, get yeah. together. When they mentioned free food, and I'm thinking that's only a half hour from here. We can do that. Well, what they've got on special this week, well, they've got a lot of things on special, but what my suggestion is, is the Deluxe Emergency Roadside Kit. It's $79.99, and it's got a little air compressor, set of jumper cables, a tire repair kit, uh, a headlamp that you could wear on your head, uh, a little tripod thing to put a flashing light on instead of having flares. And that's all in the kit? That's all in the kit. That's cool. And I highly recommend this. Uh, you never know when you're going to no, be on the, no, and no. the and side of the road is a very dangerous place yeah, to not, be. It's not a it's not a place to go for sure. The uh, you know that kit, just stick it in the trunk, the glove box, wherever, right? And carry it within. It'll be very helpful. Uh, I noticed when I was there, they had some different oil uh, specials going on. Where you can get five jugs of oil, of five what is it, five quarts of five oil, five quarts of oil, filter. and a premium oil filter. You can go full synthetic for thirty one ninety nine, full synthetic high mileage for thirty two ninety nine, and extended performance for thirty five ninety nine. That's five quarts of oil and an oil filter. Come on, yeah, that extended performance stuff is good for mm-hmm. uh, you know seventy five thousand miles. Right, uh, and that was that was with Fram. The they also have some Pennzoil oil change bundles for. Thirty-seven ninety-nine, thirty-eight ninety-nine, and forty-one ninety-nine, and that's five quarts of oil and an oil filter. You know, what, you know well. what I like about that Pennzoil Platinum stuff. What do you like about that? But I got to know. It's made out of natural gas. Wow. So the process is a, is a cleaner process from start to finish. Still mm-hmm. the same thing as any synthetic oil. You know, they sure. take the best molecules and put it into the oil. Right. But we got lots of uh, natural gas. Oh yeah. So and um, and if it's from Pennzoil, that's probably uh, uh, came from the oil fields where they're fracking up at our uh, one of our listeners Slim's house. He's could be. Oh yeah, they're they're taking oil out of the ground underneath. His yeah, but like I say, this is made from natural gas. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the what other he's getting. That's yeah. what he's getting. Natural oh, he's gas. getting the natural gas. Yeah, from oh, the okay. fracking. All right. Okay. Hey, Slim. Thanks hey, for Slim. listening. Thanks for listening. Right. Yeah. Do you remember the VWID Buzz Volkswagen bus we talked about? Right. Uh, some time ago. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, it was a rumor at the point at that point we were talking about. You want to tell us a little bit about this uh, Well, it's this coming. Bus. It's, it's coming. It's coming now. And it, it's, uh, it's about a foot shorter than a Chrysler Pacifica, but it has a longer wheelbase. So it's going to be comfortable. It's going to have a good ride. Yeah, they move the wheels out a little bit. That's right. all. Yeah. So they, it's got a roomy passenger compartment, second and third row seats that fold flat. 
and the third row can be removed completely. The center console is removable. Uh, the cup hole dividers can also be used as bottle openers. Okay. okay. And an ice scraper. Sliding rear doors have small slide open windows embedded in them to recall the uh, days of the old micro bus for all of you old folks. So it comes with a standard. What are you looking at me for? Oh, uh, you're the oldest person in the room. Oh, but. thanks. I remember when they had the bus that had like 15 windows in it. Yeah. Those are the those are the real money grabbers now at the at the yeah, auctions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What this, isn't at the auction? So it comes standard with a 282 horsepower rear rear wheel drive power train, and it's a 330 horsepower dual motor motor all wheel drive option is available so um talking about 260 miles with the rear wheel drive uh, range and 252 with all wheel they haven't announced an official driving range but with 91 kilowatt hour battery pack uh there's they're thinking 252 miles for the all-wheel drive and 260 miles for the two-wheel drive so you know that'd be pretty good that'd be cool if you're into the yeah that that air in that van mm, thing yeah i i they will take advantage of that, and they'll, they will sell every one that they build. Probably. Yeah. That's two-tone, too, which is kind of cool looking, like right. the old ones. Like the know. old ones. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Now, you, you've just finished, well, I don't know, are you officially finished building the house? You're moving into it, or are you officially finished moving? Well, you know, there's always a million things to do when you've just built a house. So. And there will be forever, so yes, <laughs> just reminding we're, you. We're still moving stuff out of the old house. Ah, there so. you go. Yeah, we're busy. Well, do you remember what you paid for your AC unit? You don't have to disclose the price here, but... Uh, it was about four times what I thought it should have been. Well... As with everything else in You can house. thank the EPA, the California Air Research Resources Board, board CARB. It, yeah, CARB. Mm-hmm. Or the village people or whoever, you know, comes up with this stuff. Uh, the only reason I brought up the, the rating of your, your AC at home yeah. is... Uh, I remember when you could buy a, a heat pump, you know, air conditioner, whole house system for eh, 2500 bucks. Oh, yeah. You can't anymore. Let's no. just put it there. That's a down payment, maybe. And to follow suit. And this is big news coming from the local front from Mike Robertson at Oakwood Tire and More. Mm-hmm. They've come out with a new Freon. And we've got a video on Access WDUN and one on our, our podcast site also, uh, Bud's Garage Overdrive, about the newest and the greatest Freon. Now, Mike called me because he said, guess what I just bought? And I said, I don't know what you just buy. And he said, a new Freon machine. I said, well, what was wrong with the old one? Well, they've come out with a new Freon. So now you got to have two machines, uh-huh. at least for a while until it's all switched over to the new stuff. Right. So the old stuff was 134R mm-hmm. refrigerant. That's been replaced by R1234YF oh, refrigerant. God. One used to be the, the stuff that we're using right now is $4 a pound. This mm-hmm. new stuff started out at $70 a pound. I bought a can of it for 45 bucks, and uh, from uh, Complete Auto Parts CarQuest here in town. So I imagine it's going to come down. Yeah. But the new AEC systems use smaller hoses and better, better seals and all this kind of stuff in them. Uh, well, so my question is, uh, are we going to be able to retrofit the older cars to the newer systems at some point? Don't know yet. I mean... I'm thinking because of the tolerances and the new hoses and, mm-hmm. the, and the seals and things like that. That might not be possible. You're going to probably, if you want it, they're probably going to... I don't know if it would be worth making a kit that replaces all the hoses. and You mm-hmm. might have to use a different uh, 
you know, condenser and everything else. So I don't know. You know what I'm going to assign that as? Oh, God. Homework. Okie dokie. All right. <laughs> you can check it out. But I can tell you this. You need parts, AC parts, or any other parts for your classic muscle car. Where are you going? You're one, the muscle car experts who provide our podcast, so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to AccessWDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience, or use your favorite podcast site to listen to the show anytime you want. Back to you, bud. That was very good. (laughs) Well, remember to keep between the ditches, shiny side up, and uh, check out our podcast, Bud's Garage Overdrive, when you get a chance, a little longer version of the show. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on North Georgia's News Talk AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.